It's time to hammer. Okay. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. The Young Chunks Podcast. Young Chunks! Haunting of Hill House. I nailed it. I got it. I got it that time. Um, Sean, there's a secret ghost behind oh you. Oh my god, hidden Easter egg. <laughs> a secret ghost? <laughs> a secret Aren't ghost. Ghost secret. I mean, that's kind of what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, not not always. What about that Casey Affleck ghost? <laughs> if you're Rooney Mari, Rooney Mara, and you eat pies. Um. Yeah. Oh, did so you guys see that? I have not seen it, but I heard it's really good. A ghost story? Did, did yeah, I, I watched oh, it. Did, did you love that scene where she eats pie for literally 10 minutes straight on camera? And then, yeah. I don't know. No spoilers, but that was the best scene of any film I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a, a very slow burn <laughs> movie. She, yeah. Well, we know Chris didn't <laughs> like it because it was pie. You've <laughs> never seen a film like that. Well, yeah, Chris definitely hated this film. but It was cringeworthy. It was... What? Uh, mm. No, but man, I, if you enjoy people it. eating pie, I cannot give you a higher recommendation than this movie. <laughs> uh, also, apropos for our Halloween episode, um, ghost story. Yeah, ghost story. <laughs> um, Scare, scares the sheets right out of me. Uh, uh, so, Hills, Hills House. Hills the House. Oh, yeah. Spo- we didn't really say it, but there was a spoiler for Castlevania. I don't even think we talked about spoilers. They fight vampires. That, I, If you didn't know that, that's what the show's about. So, there you go. Um, but spoiler warning for Haunted Hill House. I think we will say spoilers on this. So, yeah, you know, this yeah. is a real spoiler thing if you plan on watching the show. Um, which I believe we all will recommend you do. Oh, my God. I love this freaking show. <laughs> Well, we will recommend, but yeah, if if you plan on watching the show, please uh, don't spoil yourself because this is a show worthy of saving spoilers. Yes, for. agreed, very much so. Um, it's it's a little bit well. I I finished this like two weeks ago now, so a lot of the stuff I have notes and everything, but you know the raw emotional visceral reaction to a lot of it is not as fresh. So I will try to conjure as much as I can. It's a shame that you know. Um, it you know we're doing an episode on it now, but don't let that you know detract from the quality of it. I love the show. This was I don't know if it's my favorite show this year, but I it it might be. <laughs> I, it, yeah, maybe it is. It, I don't know. I mean, it makes a strong case yeah. for itself for for sure. Uh, yeah, I would but. agree with that statement. I mean, we sh- maybe at the end of the year we'll do a little. Uh, 2018 wrap-up. I like uh, it. This will make the list. Yes. Um, it's probably the cons- most consistently scary, spookiest thing also that I have watched in a while. Um, especially for TV. So, so this is from the guy that made Oculus. And it's funny. Which yeah. this, this show... The the way he scares you in the show is very similar to the Oculus scares. Yeah. It's not like your traditional horror movie, right? It's like he, he he likes to just let things happen. He's no not really any toaster moments or um, popping. I, there are I mean, toaster there moments. Are a few. There are. I said I said not really, <laughs> meaning there are some. <laughs> 
okay. I mean, we know what you meant, but it also is your phrasing. Was what, okay. There's not there, many. Yeah, How sorry. about there's not many? Okay. Yeah, but now I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's very psychological. It's very psychological kind of because they do think, and he he even does like psychouts, right? He does psychouts really mm-hmm. well, where kind of like kind of like what James Wan does in his movies, right? Where it, like if you remember The Conjuring, where they're all in bed and they're just like look in the corner, mm-hmm. right? And the camera's just like focused on that corner and you as a viewer are like what the hell is in that corner <laughs> and there's nothing there yeah. right and you're just like oh my god it, i felt i felt that way a lot with a, oh, a yeah. lot of the scares yeah. in this one yeah. where you just totally got it in your own head yeah and one thing i will say about the few toaster moments that there are in the film they didn't hit me the way uh most scary moments will in in the theater where i will yeah they'll they'll pop up and then i'll you know i'll jerk back and i'll ah you know mm-hmm. it more like the car one got me the car one got the, me. well I, that's that one, one, I, I was, was just like say. oh my god the <laughs> but um it is <laughs> it was more like i'm frozen and then just like chills come from all the way from my head all the way down my body and i'm just like this like this frozen cold chill of terror versus like a, a heightened heightened reaction if that makes sense yeah like <clears throat> i think i'm trying to remember the first part of the first episode but i know really quickly i was like oh no what have i started um so yeah it started it started with the girl in her bed yeah. right oh, screaming that's right. Okay. the dad coming in the bent neck the bent neck lady yeah that's right um yeah. And even then, you there is something you see in that first scene, but it's not a toaster scare. It's not a you know jump scare per se. Oh no, she totally just materializes very slowly yeah. in front of you, and you're just like, mm, no, <laughs> stop, go back, go go back to where you're from. Um, and and it does a good job of just like, well, because okay, so they're you know they're constantly switching back between the past and the present and stuff, but just like the 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 that feeling of dread and you know it ties in thematically and everything too but just like is so consistent between the two time zones it's not like you're in the in the present and you're safe and everything's fine because you're an adult now and nope it's just as freaking scary sometimes more so like in certain scenes yeah than is when there are kids like um some of the stuff like in the mortuary in the, in the funeral home you know like why don't no one should have that job i don't feel bad for anyone who has to do that for their yeah yeah but like all of those scenes um but well just everything like all the luke stuff i'm trying to think what my the scariest episode was and i think for me the scariest was probably season or episode five the nell kind of focused episode mm-hmm. yeah five is my favorite by far by really yeah. i would probably say the the I think episode six, the funeral home, the long shot one, Ooh. the one that focused on. Yeah. Like, I think that might be my favorite, but I don't think it's the scariest. No, 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 I think no. it's that, definitely not yeah. the scariest. But man, that's definitely my favorite. So well crafted, like Ugh. the transition, the set, the set swapping that happened, yeah. and they never cut. Yeah. Like, and the time traveling, it, it was just like, oh my god, the, the, and. Uh, I think that show. So I will say I don't know what you guys felt, but I felt like the first half of the season season was much like scarier than the second half. Oh yeah, and I yeah. don't mean that yeah. as a I think criticism. It was it was the Nell episode, right? The yeah, that's the what... moment you found out what the bent neck lady was. Yeah, 
that's yeah. when it became way more rational, right? Because it became way more rational. And- I mean, did you guys also? So when I saw that, I started trying to apply that to everybody. I was just like, mm. oh, uh, like the tall guy, like when he was a kid, but when he was back to back as an adult, Luke looked about that height. So I was like, oh, same like, height, what? Yeah. Uh, like right? Like I started like applying or trying to I, apply that to things. I, I didn't try to apply like specifically like they were each their own ghost or whatever, but I was trying to apply kind of like each one had their own ghost, right? Each one had their own thing that was haunting yeah. them. And that was pretty clear. I mean, um, it felt a little yeah. like a uh, cabin in the woods, right? Where it's like, choose your own tormentor. I chose, yeah, I um, choose the bolo hat, <laughs> man. But I think the episode six really kind of like cemented that the, the transition from like this really scary show that was primarily a scary show about with really good characters and story and all this stuff with the awesome setting, blah, blah, blah. And it, the, the scariness kind of took a back seat in the second half of the show where the characters really became the, the focal point. I mean, they were always obviously to an extent, but like, and, and, and for me anyway, it almost, I became much more, I don't know how to say this, I guess, empathetic or much more attuned to their shoes. Like i like I was used to yeah. the goats at that ghosts at that point. Like to me, the ghosts were still there. All of the scenes were pretty much the same type of setup. But it's like you almost feel like you're those characters at that point because you're now this is you're so used to it. It's just like it's not as scary anymore. Like this is just what they've been living with and how they've had to deal with their lives. And it's it's less about the scare and it's more about the trauma that it imposes upon them. And and you're yeah. kind of acclimated to that by the second half of the season. And the and the episode six was great. I love the shot where like they pan and it's all of the family staring at at the coffin with Nell in it, and then she's in the background with them standing there. Like, oh, that shot is so perfect. And yeah. she's not an obvious. Like, it you don't even maybe notice her at first. She's not a hidden ghost. She's not like a secret ghost because she's clearly <laughs> visible. But it's like right. she's not scary. It's not intended for her, that ghost to be a scary ghost at this moment. She's gruesome and her neck's bent and it's like, but it's not a scare. It's like, she's a character now and she's part of that family now. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like, it's so brilliant in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think going towards your kind of, your point about the characters kind of taking over from the story being the main driving force, or Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but that's what I thought. Um, And I think that really hits home after episode five. Probably because I think episode five is a major like hammer drop, yeah, or whatever. Um, and then episode six leads us into well that character's death, right? Mm-hmm. And we're put in these scenes with the characters themselves, and they're having to grief. And I think by not, I think the film. This is one example of where the filming style really brings the audience into the scenes by not cutting and really just kind of bringing us into their drama. I think the the actors have to be a little more raw. Mm-hmm. I think I think that shows in not necessarily always a good way, but also a good way because, well, yeah, because it is raw. So I, I don't know if I feel like it for me, I felt more connected with the characters in a very like visceral sense that they weren't, I don't know, they weren't reading a script. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like from that point on, kind of as you're saying, Sean, we're like we're having to experience this main character's death with this family, and mm-hmm. I think that brings us into the family, and we care about these characters more than we do the story that's 
that's yeah. led them to here. Yeah, the exactly. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I think the story we have to get through this, right? <laughs> it can't. It yeah. has to end, and we have to get somewhere. But now we're invested in the characters. That's why we're going to keep watching. Yeah. And you know, a lot of there's been a lot of great television shows throughout uh, history, television history that have been you know story driven, character driven. But I think. I think, you know, this short little snippet of, you know, cinematic greatness has really, I don't know, I think it's done for me the best job of of achieving that kind of hard to capture uh, essence or whatever of a character's, you know, really driving a story forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, too, like... <clears throat> You, you, I mean, we both kind of talked about it, about how like the characters kind of take the focal point, uh, you know, over for the, from the, to an extent, the plot. Like, a, I think a lot of these shows, like, or these shows, but shows like this that are that are somewhat like there's a mysteryish air to them, and you as a viewer, you're like, oh, what does this mean? And what is this? You know, I'm trying to solve this and figure this out, and. And I think that kind of encapsulates to an extent too. In the first half, you're a little more concerned with that. I feel, at least I was like, Oh, what did this mean? Or when in that shot as a kid, what did, what did that imply? Or who is this character and stuff? But by the second half of the show, there are still lingering questions for sure, but you don't care as much about that stuff anymore. Like, it's like, I don't really care who that ghost is that, I want to know how Luke, like what happens to Luke or, you know, like how are these characters going to resolve this? But then they do do a pretty good job of actually answering those questions, answering a lot of those questions, but they're not answered in like a surprise twist. This was this. There's a few things that are kind of like that, but they're but they're also not delivered in a way to be like, bum, bum, bum. It was this girl the whole time. Like most of the stuff, if you were observant, you could kind of see a lot of it coming by episodes seven, eight and nine. Like. For example, I'm for me anyway. Like the the little Abby girl, like I I kind of saw that coming that it was their daughter, the the housekeeper's daughter. Oh yeah. Um, but but it doesn't detract from anything. Like that didn't diminish anything. It was still just like, but but other than that, like there wasn't a lot. Like we didn't need to know who some old man with a top hat was. It didn't matter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like well, they do tell us who he was. Well, he's just some creepy guy. Who was he? He was yeah. No, he was part of the family. I see it like well, that... yeah, he's a guy who lived there. Well, he was the one that they found uh, behind the brick wall in the basement. Oh, that's right. He was. Was that him? Yeah, yeah, that was him. Okay, like that's right. It was. It was that stuff that I really liked. I mean, I liked everything, but like mm-hmm. I liked how it was just like one offs, right? It was just like you yeah. you could blink and you could essentially miss something like that, but it's not like super important, right? It's just yeah, like a little right. bit extra where it's just like I believe they explained just about everybody in that died that was like haunting around. You, yeah. Like they explained all the major ones. Yeah, all the major ones, I suppose. I guess yeah. I guess maybe what I'm saying is that there was there wasn't some big like big mystery like no no i mean yeah. i agree so that, one thing one thing i sense. found really interesting about the ending itself was the fact that it also tries so the big bad is just the house right the house is right this entity for whatever reason yeah and but i love that in the final episode the the show makes a case for why it's not just like 
it, it it's good too right like it's not just evil it's it's good it kind of grants wishes in a sense right and it allows people to stay with their loved ones and at the end you see like the mom as she's passing away mm-hmm. due to old age is like okay now you can spend the rest of your life with your daughter and your your uh unborn your stillborn baby or whatever yeah right like I love that it, it tried to sit there and be like, yeah, this thing's evil, right? It kills, it drives people to madness and kill themselves so it can feed or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a lot of good to be had from it. Well, I think it kind of, like, I think a lot of these things you could kind of go over in a lot of ways in terms of thematically and, and kind of what it means as a representation of, like, grief, right? And just, like, trauma. And, like, obviously those things are all bad and no one wants that. But ultimately, everyone has to face it. And it's more about, like, there may be opportunities of, of, of things that are good to be found or, you know, or benefits or ways to grow or ways to bond from these traumas. Even though the trauma itself is, is evil or whatever, you know, it allows us to become better or become, you know, stronger because of it. Um, and I think that one of the scenes, I think maybe my favorite in terms of the kind of pathos of the show, because obviously it's just a really emotional show too. Um, and and I think maybe that's probably why so many people kind of have bonded to it. Because if it was just like the scariness and the, and the spookiness and, and the kind of plot and even the character stuff, it would be great. But I think the way they are able to kind of transcend it with just the, the yeah, the pathos, just the, the pure raw emotion – but my favorite scene was it wasn't the last part of the last episode, but when all the siblings are trapped in the room with Nell and she's like visible to them yeah, and she's like talking to them and she's like forgiving them. And just like, to me, that was like, like, yeah, just like, I, I can't like in tears, just like watching like, but it's again, it's like a ghost talking to these characters. It's just like, so, and it wasn't the climax of the show. It wasn't like, you know, like it was just like the scene kind of right in the middle near the end as everything's kind of getting resolved and there's still some rising action to have and stuff. But it was just like such a powerful, just like beautiful way they did all that. And I don't even remember specifically what she said. There was a couple things that she, that she kind of lines that she had that I thought just like were so poignant um and you touched upon they talked about wishes and there was a way they phrased that that i thought was really great and i can't I, again i can't remember it do you remember that what i'm talking about what they said a wish was a wish is just a or something like that a wish is a dream your heart makes yeah exactly That's right. <laughs> don't say that but it's something like that um and it's like oh yeah it's like a, a dream is just a wish or i don't ah, i can't remember what i don't know it sounds even silly if you don't know what i'm talking about like you think oh what is he sounds stupid yeah <laughs> it's not stupid <laughs> uh, look it up. well anyway yeah that that whole sequence was Sorry. yeah in a way maybe like the characters yeah uh the climax if not you know it's not the, st- the yeah. climax of the story but because each character has to overcome their weakness or whatever you know they have to yeah. um and this like the way they structured that whole sequence because it starts off with um what's the guy the character the boy's name uh luke no 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 the, the steven one. steven thank you yeah. yeah it starts off with him and you're kind of like huh this is a little suspicious but, uh, all right mm-hmm. i guess they're doing a little time jump here uh okay nope all right here's what's <laughs> happening and then the, you know and then they they it kind of snowballs from there uh, yeah. And I, yeah, it's just, it really, cause we've gone through this, like, you know, I kind of already 
brought this up, but yeah, we've gone through this journey with these characters, and it's yeah, it's very fulfilling to see them, you know, fail but also overcome, uh, you know, whatever's been plaguing them their whole life outside of, you know, ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And it's a little fact... unfair to Luke, I, I gotta say. Like, <laughs> I mean, he he gets a lot of grief, but man, yeah. he's had ghosts haunting him. <laughs> Cut him yeah, some slack. Beat up the most, I feel. Yeah, he's the worst of it. Yeah, he was probably I mean, I one of dies, the better but... performers in the show too. I think I think they did a really good job of like transitioning him from when he's like, because he's a good-looking guy. But then when he's on drugs and just like, oh man, he, Ugh, yeah, right, like, so I think yeah, that helped a, a lot. But, yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys have a favorite character? Who was your favorite character? I can tell you who my least favorite character was. <laughs> Cheryl was it? Cheryl? <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I feel bad, but I do think that. Ah, yeah, she's I do not like her. She I do. I, I did like worst. her. I did like her resolution. I was like, okay. Yeah. When I they when they kind of explain yeah. it, and you're just like. Okay, I see what they're doing with her, right? Like, yeah. But up until then, I'm like, oh god, what a, just what a d. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she's the worst for sure. She's the worst. I mean, I guess, uh, no, I guess, I really yeah, like. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's between like Steven and the dad. I kind of like the dad I, because he never let anything get to him, right? Like that that sense of just like calm. He's like, I'm the out like well, i need to protect my family like even at the end right when they go back into the house like and like steven's just like kind of a little shell-shocked right you can see it yeah. in his eyes but the dad is just like super calm right and he's just like don't acknowledge it it'll pass we'll move on right like he, he's super calm he, he knew what he was yeah. doing right like i don't know i felt i felt like that was a good mix with everything going on to have a character like that yeah, I don't know. I would kind of maybe equate him to like a soldier where he is shell shocked, right? I mean, he he does let it get to him, right? He's the death of the death of his wife kind of I mean, it essentially ruins and traumatizes his adult life. Um yeah. but you're right. He does kind of keep that laser focus because he has he's right. He he's um uh, a taskmaster or whatever. Like he he is mm-hmm. driven by duty and I have something I need to accomplish. I need. I have something I can fix. I will stay laser focused on that because of my family, because of my children, etc. Yeah, like he, um, like yeah. all of the kids, like, and he kind of instilled this, right? They all had like a sort of fear of that house, but he was the one that never feared it, right? Well, I mean, he feared sure. it underneath. He never visibly showed, I mm-hmm. think, ever that he actually feared the house because he was strong for everybody. He's just like, I know. Right. I kind of understand what happened, right? Not entirely because there's no understanding it, but like he's like, this all got, I understand why this happened to a degree. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like it's, I don't know. Yeah, he was just kind of, yeah, he was like, uh, he was like uh, the Warrens from The Conjuring. He was, he was the one that was just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Did anyone else think it was a little. I don't know, weird, but um, that they had two different actors for the dad, because the dad <laughs> when they were kids was yeah. already like kind of like he's the he's the kid from ET. I don't know. If yeah, you that. No, I, I did that, notice but... that. actually. I recognized him. I'm like, is that? Is, yeah. Wait, is his name Elliot? In... <laughs> yeah, the, in, well, his character is, but um, 
well, yeah, yeah, show? yeah. What's his character in? Yeah, what is his show in a haunted house? Uh, uh, dad, dad, um, like Jack. Any case, Jack? But he that that kid that that actor must be in his forties, probably. I would imagine <laughs> at least. So they could have easily made him look like fifteen years older to be an older version of himself. Like, no, I thought that too. It seemed a little really? bit odd. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a minor thing, but I just thought it was kind of funny. No, yeah. you look too young. You, you can <laughs> yeah. only play up to 45. You can't play older <laughs> than that. No one will buy it. Um, I probably just wanted to keep the two timelines very straight. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. But maybe. But then they, uh, but then they do pull that little that little uh, trick on you at the end, right? Where he he walks out and he's still old, but when he walks back in, he's young again. Like they do the cut. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, you already, uh, you already knew I was yeah. going to die, but here I am dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I think my favorite character was Theo. I did like Theo a lot. I think she's the yeah. hardest to love. Or, I don't know. Well, besides. <laughs> yes. I mean, besides I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I, Plus, like I also a lot. liked. Or, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna. I like Theo a lot. I think I was hoping for a little bit more um, resolution on her character. Not, not, I don't know. Yeah. She was resolved. I just maybe a little bit more time with her at the end. Maybe. Do you think she maintains yeah. her uh, X Men powers at the end? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just curious. because I mean they all kind of have some sort of force sensitivity, right? I kind of got that. Got that. I too, guess everybody like, but Steve, right? Well, I don't know. That's why I was because thinking. Doesn't I, was like, the, I think he repressed his. I well, think he's I, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It just it seemed like the dad pointed because... out that he was not observant of it, right? That was like no. Well, I think that's he was the most. He says it's the most dangerous for you because basically you're being an idiot I mean, and ignoring it, right? Because he, he brings. Well, but I don't think he's being an idiot. I think he literally like to, to an extent he it was a defense mechanism like all of them to an extent are kind of exhibiting some sort of defense mechanism. i mean i like, guess like, maybe right. but his example it was from his book right he was like oh mm-hmm. remember i remember it's this specific part in the book that you wrote about when you were going uh up the stairs or whatever and you passed the the old-timey clock man with the mustache i would never mm-hmm. hire a man with a mustache and it's a <laughs> right it's just like there is no reason for him to put that in the book if he was repressing it, right? It was it was more of like he just didn't know then that that's what that was. Well, I suppose I I mean maybe the I again, I don't think it's a pure X-Men power, but it is. I think he was just more prone to he probably saw more than the rest of them did. He just didn't realize it. I think that's kind of what they were getting at or that's what the dad was getting at anyway. It was that like you were more exposed to this than anyone. You just didn't even realize it. I think is right. kind yeah. of the point. I th- I, that's um, kind of what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I like Theo a lot. I think I think Stevie maybe is my favorite. Um, he's kind of a jerk sometimes, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I think partially just because he's the oldest. I suppose there's some empathetic, you know, mm-hmm. element to it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I liked I liked Nelly a lot, though, too. I don't know. I liked all of them, except Cheryl. No one likes Cheryl. No one likes Cheryl because she's terrible. I even like the old lady more than Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, did anybody yeah. else think when they introduced uh, Strange Hippie Ghost Girl that she was going to be, like, the main baddie? Okay, she wasn't a hippie. She was a flapper. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought she was... Like, oh, is she behind like, everything? He met her at the right. insane asylum, and, you know, she's but, the one that seems to be, in fact, affecting the mom the most, right? Like, maybe she's, yeah. like, the evil ghost of this whole series. Like, she's the yeah. malevolent force. But that's what, well, I, I, I like that she wasn't, though. I like that well, no, I agree. Like, there was some I, evil I, mastermind. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's like the house can prey more easily upon those that are weak-minded or mm-hmm. those that are already insane, right? And then they use those insane minds to further propagate its will right Mm -hmm. i do i do like though like it was cool seeing when the mom came back as a ghost at the end how like they interact with one another like the ghost where she was just like shut up move on he's right he's my husband (laughs) get out of here and she's like all right it's (laughs) really a fun house season two i just want season two to be them and all the ghosts in the house how fun old time how how do they get by day by day you know just break it down ordering a pizza Um, prank calling pizza boys uh you know Um, did you guys actually see any of the hidden ghosts legitimately as you watch? Because I did not. No, and I, no I, I did not. I also did not, but that's primarily because I only actually watched 10% of this movie <laughs> because I was hiding my eyes behind my hands. So everything I've been talking about is purely based on, based on audio. Audio. <laughs> I don't even know what Luke looks like. I... No, I don't either. <laughs> I did think uh, uh, that whole... Uh, I do think that whole story with like the cats and so it was weird. So what was with the dogs outside? I wonder the barking. Yeah, yeah. There was some things they like kind of hinted at, and again, this is like I was saying. Like I'm ultimately, I was never, I I wasn't dissatisfied because they didn't answer every single thing. But yeah, the dogs barking. The other thing that was kind of funny. I think we talked about this once, Chris. Is the the first episode they talk about Cheryl sleep talking? Oh yeah, like that pandas never don't back. eat macaroni or what? Yeah, is she, something some, like that. Something oh, yeah. asinine. <laughs> I was like, we were. I was half expecting like the last episode that <gasps> what's in the red room when there's just, like a panda <laughs> eating <laughs> <all> the macaroni. <laughs> <cheese>. <laughs> so the reveal of the red room was actually I I started to suspect it. I think like the episode before or whatever, right? Like. Because I think it was the episode where it was Stevie, the mom episode, where it was Stevie in the game room, um, right? And I was just like, wait a second. Where are all these rooms? Well, so, yeah. Okay. What do you guys think about that? Because on one hand, I I feel like it's clever. But on Mm -hmm. the other hand, like... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What question are they answering? Like, we already know that the ghosts can manipulate reality or make noises or do whatever they want. So who mm-hmm. cares that it was actually uh, Nell knocking on the door when Theo heard it? You know what I mean? Like, does, yeah. Like who? Okay. I mean. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I I will say that like I, I don't. I thought it was kind of cool that they each had their own rooms, and uh, that works for me. I guess to me, just the red room itself by episode eight, because by then I think you see the mom having the tea, so you already know what happened in the red room. But they still a little bit like what happened that day? And it's like, well, we, we found out already. <laughs> so, and there was nothing in that room. It was just a room. So like, they still kind of try to prolong, like what was in the mystery until the very last episode, but I didn't care. Like I didn't really think there was anything to it at that point. 
So it was like, I like the idea of them each having their own room and it kind of being different thing to different people. But I don't, I don't know if it really had a greater meaning than that. I, I didn't think yeah. they needed it to have a greater meaning than that. I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I, kind of, I was kind of like, maybe I, I felt like I was scratching my head, like I missed it. You know, I missed something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, well, they, yeah, and the logistics of it, it doesn't matter. We shouldn't no. talk about logistics in a ghost story, but I, yeah, I don't know how, <laughs> like, they all have been in that room. How did they get in that room if they don't, like, how do we unlock yeah. the store? When it was the well, treehouse and Steve went into it <laughs> while Luke was there, how did he get into it from underneath it? And how it was outside. Like, they did, like yeah. look at my treehouse I got into by walking down this hallway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, we're not supposed to ask. I, yeah, it's dumb to ask questions legitimately about that. But, yeah, it does some, beg some questions. Although, not super related. But going back to that episode with the one long shot, the storm part of that really one long shot, that was also amazing and freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, well I think that was also still the the transition from him as a adult going down that hallway in the dark in the, oh, the funeral it? home, yeah. and then it being because uh, yeah. I don't think it cuts until it cuts back to the present after that storm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was bonkers. Um. So don't go live in weird houses on hills. <laughs> is that a thing that really? I guess no. It's not. It wasn't on a hill. That was the name of the. Oh, that was uh, the name. That was the name it. of the family yes. that built it. Oh, yeah. that's right. That which is the well, real was... big reveal. <laughs> it wasn't on a hill the entire time. Did you know time? the name? The hill and hill house is not a physical description of yeah. where it was. What? Uh, um. But is that like who does that? Who, I'm like, also I'm also glad that they didn't have the housekeepers be like in on some cover up plot too, right? Yeah, like, I I kept thinking that because that's so such know. a stereotypical thing. Yeah, to do with these kinds of things. I like that they were just people. They're like, we know evil crap happens here, but I do. It's I, the I, house. I like that. I like there's people, but I also just like, dude, if people are murdering people in this house, you should tell people that <laughs> and like yeah. not let them live there. <laughs> But they got their comeuppance, though. Take that, daughter. <laughs> That's what they got. Got them. <laughs> uh, They'll think twice before having a child. Yeah. Second yeah. child. Wait, although, wait, I didn't. I didn't actually fully understand. Like, why were they keeping that daughter a secret? Like, well, they were keeping her a secret because they were afraid for because the stillborn had died, and they thought it had to do with the house. Right? There was like her working there the the house was feeding off the baby or whatever and they were like no we can't risk our our next child on that oh okay okay at least that's yeah, how uh, i took it i, I mean I they mean, should probably move then too plus i mean yeah. if you have a stillborn aren't you naturally going to be a little bit more protective of uh your next child if it's successful so yeah and i would move I guess. I <laughs> to a murder house that's for sure it's yeah. true but they needed work it's hard <laughs> it's hard it's hard out there uh, and it was interesting because they there was lots of shots where just like all the workers around the house. I'm like, oh, it's not scary. Look at all these guys around here. Yeah. And then and you realize it is scary because there's ghosts still. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, well, yeah. Any other any other thoughts on 
houses, haunted houses. Um, I, w- I just want to give one little last mention. I-, I loved episode five so much. I think it's, I already love the show, but it's the episode that, you know, yeah. really sold me on it and made me a, a believer. I don't know. <laughs> but just the ending of it, the way they, the whole episode built up and every episode to that point built up, mm-hmm. it, the delivery was so, it was such a good payoff. Um, and I think it kind of cuts the series in half, yeah, so to speak. And the way they filmed that, those last, well, I don't know, the, the last five minutes, I guess, um, uh, you know, I don't want to, I'm trying to avoid too many spoilers, but just the way they filmed her dropping yeah, one time after the other like that was, and every time that happened, it, it like sent more shivers through my body oh, and yeah. just like, it, it, I, I, I cannot overstress how much of an impact that entire sequence had on my being. It was and- so well done. And it culminated like the first shot of her, you know, when when Nellie's a little girl on the couch. Is that from episode one? Yeah, it's not episode. Yeah, yeah. so I like think, it goes I, I, I all the so. way back to the beginning, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, dude, I exactly. was I was that, sitting there yeah. wide eyed that whole time that that was happening. I was just yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, everything is falling into place. Because, like I said, after that, yeah, after so that, good. it became way oh, less scary. I see scary. what you did there, Chris. Yeah. Fall, well, that's what it, like, into place. like, that whole moment is so intense and scary and just, like, like, you, like, well, everything you just said, Ryan. But then it's so brilliant, too, because after it, you're, the key, you're the strangely key thing, not as scared anymore yeah, the key because thing, you know what it is. The key yeah. thing is, like, uh, in that very same episode, right, we get a brand new scare, which is her in that, like, weird hallway where it was, like, she went to go to the vending yeah. machine or whatever. And then she was yeah. coming back out and the lights were going off and then the, the body fell from the ceiling. Right. And mm-hmm. it, that was like minutes before we got the resolution yeah. to what that was. And it just, it felt so satisfying because it had been built up in the other episodes too, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I just realized, I just remembered something, you know, what's actually one of the most haunting parts. And it was in that episode too, is right before that or soon before that sequence when she checks into the hotel room where she goes into the room and she sits down at the bed and there's this transition and it's like 12 hours later and it doesn't cut and it like it just show and she had been sitting on the bed for 12 hours like it sounds like a how could that be scary but like <laughs> i remember watching that sequence and just like like chills running through me where it's just like this weird i don't unexplainable just like just super chilling of just no, sitting on this bed that, and this idea of this person being catatonic for 12 hours. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, oh, yeah. that coupled with the fact that you knew what she was doing, right? You're like, yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh, she's going back to the house and she's yeah. she's out of it. She's being freaking stalked yeah. like by this ghost. And so do you think the ghost had any I, I, I can't. So was it a coincidence that the ghost was there when the husband died? So I took it as that, like the it it what didn't cause the husband's death, but that the husband dying kind of conjures the conjured it emotionally in her, like right. Mm-hmm. So th- that's kind of how I, th- I mean, knowing after the fact, knowing that's what I think of it as. I don't know. Oh man, you know what I just thought of? I didn't think about this before. The whole reason that she would be catatonic whenever the body was there, the, the bent neck lady would be mm-hmm. because she was like experiencing that. Right. 
How did I not think of that before? Oh, like she was like fall- dying in those moments every single yeah, just, time. Yeah, just just like her body, right? Yeah. She would be limp. She she was always like having a hard time breathing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you mean when she has sleep paralysis? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you guys rather have, sleep paralysis or night terrors? <laughs> well, sleep paralysis. Sean, I would like to hear from you as the resident expert. Um, I have one of my friends. Uh, you know, my friend Tom. He told me that he, as a kid, would occasionally get sleep paralysis, and it oh, sounds man. horrifying. Like that in the sounds show, like makes the it worst thing ever. Horrifying. Like, I, I've had some pretty bad night terrors, so I don't know if they'd be scarier and worse than that. But I, I think I'd stick with my night terrors. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good old night because, terrors. Like it's, <laughs> Never because at me. least you you know, as 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 awful as things are in a night terror, like you still feel like there you have some sort of like control control if at least uh, of yourself, right? Yeah, okay. Whereas like a pro- like oh that I also think paralysis, like you you are living through it. Whereas like yeah. night terrors you you know you're gonna wake up from it. Like I don't know. Well, you don't necessarily in the moment. Oh, but, okay, yeah, I've never had that. That's why they're so, so terrifying. Um, <laughs> but if you have paralysis, you should just um, take a um, uh, panacea. I'm trying to think of a Final Fantasy item that cures paralysis. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> soft, a soft, or a needle, a so- or no. yeah, needle. Maybe it's needle. Soft Is cures needle? stone. Well then, Chris, yeah. Chris, come on. What cures paralysis? Uh, I think it's a needle. Yeah, needle. needle. I think it's a right. needle. Or cast a Suna. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> Only chumps use items. I know. <laughs> exactly. So Who that's how that? I approach video games. Only chumps use items. <laughs> Phoenix Town? Nope. I mean, I'll crazy. wait till after the battle. I'm gonna, exactly. Uh, it's magic. going to scroll down to item. It's magic or nothing, man. Screw those items. <laughs> exactly. I'm the exact same way. Uh, what a great way to end our discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to use their X-Men power to fight the ghosts, you know. <laughs> I was kind of, I'm glad they didn't do that, though, because. <laughs> the superhero team. At the end. It would have been pretty cheesy. Uh, <laughs> Luke's power is just to. I just do, do heroin. I just remember, like when they introduced Theo as the, the being able to see things when she touches. It was just like, oh my god! Like this was, I mean, a story as grounded as a story about ghosts haunting people could be up until that point. And you're just like, oh my god, we 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 got mutants. And we got mutants, everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the uh, Fox Mutant Universe. This is part of that. Uh, what what was that 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 dark ish one that they have coming out uh what's it called uh new mutants or whatever the new mutants oh yeah oh this, yeah. this is connected to that i like to think <laughs> it's confirmed here you heard it here it's confirmed <laughs> and it shares the same universe as willow too also more to- i was thinking i was thinking at the end i was like you know lucky enough for steve uh vasectomies are are reversible so you you'd be you could just go and get it reversed and have a kid. I don't know what you're saying. Are you joking? No, it's serious. Yeah, yeah they are reversible. Right. They are reversible. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm. No, that's what I'm saying. 
but I wasn't. I know, but he made sarcastic. like he he made such a big deal about it. Like this is oh. I made the decision for her, and I feel oh. like it's like you you, you can oh, just re- you can just reverse that, yeah. man. Yeah, that's true. Everything worked out in the end. Indeed, yeah. it did theo threw away her gloves and she will now start the institute for she'll absorb captain marvel's powers and be able to fly yep Um. extraordinary spooks institute for extraordinary spooks no that sounds racist it's extraordinary extraordinary uh spoops i know uh cool all right well now are we have we all been have we got everything off our chest Involving I think so. ghosts, ghosts and ghouls. But I do want to make a comment about those hidden ghosts, which are so hidden, no, so hidden, everything up so us. hidden that none of us actually knew they were there until someone told us they were there. Uh, and even then, I really never saw any. It's just like that dedication, right, to the plot yeah. itself and what he he the director wanted to craft, Mike Mike Flanagan, right, like. Man, there's something to be said about that, right? Because he's, he's like, I'm going to put these people in a ton of shots. And it's just like, they're there. They And according to like the cast, like every single one of those ghosts has like some sort of written background by the director or whatever, the writer. That's cool. So, and I mean, that's crazy because there's a ton of them. But man, it was, I love, I love stuff like that. Also with Castlevania, you know, the wall chicken, stuff like that. Oh, what if there's wall chicken in Haunted Hill House? I mean, if Uh-oh. there was wall chicken in the the Hill House, and they I don't think it would ever be hungry. Dracula whip the vampire killer. I bet there was hidden ghosts in Castlevania too. <laughs> Anyways, uh, cool. All right, well, um, we had an extra long bonus episode for everyone today. We got two things to talk that we talked about for the price of the one thing. Which you didn't pay anything for, you freeloaders. Um, Don't insult our fan base. <laughs> um, I don't know what's coming up. We got some shows coming. Maybe we'll do Sabrina. Sounds like we want to do a Sabrina episode. I do want to check out Sabrina. There's Sabrina. Um, movies are coming out. Movies I was going to say there's a lot of Wreck It Ralph two is real soon. I refuse to call the it by Harry its other Potter. That's uh, not Harry Potter. I won't watch that. Um, <laughs> There's uh, that Spider-Man at the end of next mm-hmm. month. There's Aquaman, Aquaman at the end of next month. There's probably a dozen freaking Oscar movies that are going to come out next month. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This... We're going to be busy for the end of the year. No, None of this three weeks in between episodes anymore. That that probably is not true. We, we'll may, have... we may do a Spider-Man episode for the video game at some point. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, uh, well, if you're interested in listening to any of those episodes, um, go ahead and like us or don't like us. Just follow us. If you, for some reason, want to follow us without liking us, that'd be weird. If you don't like us, but still want to listen to us, um, feel free to do that on all the ways you can on um, on the internets. And if you have other suggestions between, besides Sabrina, Email us or just talk to us because most likely we know who you are and just you could talk to us in person. We're chatting <laughs> if you're listening to us right now. <laughs> just text us right now. Just yeah, just text us. You, when you, he, I think you, just, you have my number. You're just referring text to me, me and you, Chris. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan, Chris, can you just text me what you want to? Yeah, 
talk about. Anyways, uh, Opus but... Seven. Let's talk about Opus Seven. Let's break down. Oh, let's break down our favorite seven. cards. Let's let's do an episode about right. that. Break down our favorite new cards. My favorite band card. Yeah, who's there for Anyways, me to pick? We're <laughs> we're losing more and more audience as the longer we talk. Yes. Um. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in after the credits. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Bye. Cut it. Bye. 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 Bye.